Welcome, you're listening to a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation, your trusted ministry partner for planned giving. And here's your host, Kurt Knoll, Director of Member Relations. This podcast will be a bit different as Jim Bakke, our Executive Director here at Barnabas Foundation, hosted our recent Facebook Live session with Nick Toomey, a development officer from one of our member ministries. Nick had recently attended one of our boot camps and shortly thereafter applied what he had learned with a donor meeting and Nick will share his experience of doing so. Well, welcome to uh, today's Facebook Live. Uh, We're entitling this one, What Happened After Boot Camp? And I have a special guest with me, Nick Toomey from Big Life International. Welcome, Nick. Hi, Jim. I wish I was there with you. I'm in Crete, Illinois. You're in Traverse City, is that right? Traverse City, Michigan. We ha- we're having a little blast of uh, summer yet, okay. so it's, it's good. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us today, and I'm glad to be for here. everyone else who's joining us. I think there'll be a number of people that will be uh, jumping on here, so we're going to get started in just a minute, but uh, uh, I want to just let you know uh, this is about boot camp. And we'll be having another boot camp Tuesday, October 8th, right here in, in Chicagoland. It'll be in Tinley Park at uh, our former offices at Providence Life Services. So uh, we hope that some people will join us for the next boot camp. Uh, but let's, let's start talking about what's happened at boot camp and what we do. So I, I want you to know I love doing boot camp. And I love uh, sitting uh, visiting with fundraisers to help you become more effective in your fundraising work. And the objectives of the boot camp are real simple. We want to help you develop new skills. We want to increase your fundraising effectiveness. And ultimately, we want to have greater kingdom impact. And so one of my questions after we do this is, are we actually helping develop new skills and increase fundraising effectiveness and having greater kingdom impact? So uh, after one of our sessions, Nick told me a couple of stories and I said, ooh, that's what we're hoping will happen. So I'd love to tell you what our deliverables are and what we do at boot camp, but I think maybe it'd be better if Nick tells you what he experienced, what he heard, and then what he did afterwards. So Nick, tell us uh, what happened at boot camp and and what did you do afterwards? Well, I came to boot camp uh, in desperate need of help (laughs) because I'm not a professional fundraiser development guy by background. In some ways, I've been raising funds for years because I pastored two fairly large churches over the years. But uh, as I became involved with Big Life International, which is the ministry that I'm spending most of my time with these days, they asked me if I would help raise funds. And and I thought that was a bit peculiar. But they said that there's a lot of people who, if they trace their donor base back, it, it ties into my relational capital. So I said, well, I'm happy to help. Whatever I can do to help advance the cause of Christ in the world. So then I realized, well, if I'm going to be doing this, I want to do it is the best I can. And Big Life has a partnership with uh, with the Barnabas Foundation and hence my uh, entree into boot camp. So I was going there as a novice, uh, wanting to soak up uh, everything possible. And what I found is that you guys did a great job of giving us very uh, very simple, very concrete steps to take. Um, when I came, Big Life, and we're still very early in on this, but we had no planned giving um, uh, emphasis at all. So that was one of the things I was really hoping to gain some benefit from. 
And uh, one of the biggest things from boot camp that I walked away from is I don't have to be an expert on all the uh, the giving potential giving avenues. That's that's where Barnabas's uh, staff comes into play. And uh, I learned that if I talk to donors and say, "Would you be willing to consider remembering, in this case, Big Life International in your will?" Like literally, that's what you taught me to say, and that's what I've started to do. Or it could be, uh, would you consider, or have you ever thought about a non-cash asset? And so very straightforward questions like that. Uh, you, you guys talked about that, and I'm finding that when we do that, people respond uh, generally very positively. So I learned very simple skills that if put into place, make a very positive concrete difference. I remember you uh, in that session, in that uh, boot camp, because uh, so I, I, and this little commentary about Nick. Uh, Nick's, you know, he was a professional, but he sat in the front row like a freshman in college, just wanting to soak it all up. It was so fun. And uh, he, he listened intently, asked key questions, and actually acted like I think I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. And so thank you, Nick. That's exactly what we hoped you would do. And um, so, so you learn to just ask a simple question without fear uh, and let people answer. And then when they answered the question, then what happened? Well, I, um, I, I basically pointed them in the direction of, uh, in this particular case, Stephen Baker, who, who is the, uh, the attorney that works with um, donors in the, the region of the country where I'm at in Northern Michigan. And Stephen was, uh, was very professional, followed up, scheduled an appointment. And we're, we're actually still, uh, some, of these, some of these relationships are still in play, but I made the ask. They said they would be happy to talk with somebody from Barnabas. I made the connection. Uh, with Stephen Baker, he followed up, and and then um, I don't know if if any of those because sometimes it takes a while. There there can be complex tax things and wills need to be changed. Uh, but once once Barnabas has has uh, helped complete uh, the gift, then my job is to just continue to nurture that donor relationship. That's that's my job to do anyway. But uh, yeah, that's what I did. I made the ask. I then made the connection with uh, the Barnabas representative, and then they did what they do. And and I'm so thankful for the expertise that Barnabas brings because while I'm learning a little bit about planned giving, about non-cash asset giving, and uh, life income streams, and 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 wills, I, I have to say that when I came to the boot camp, I was really intimidated. I thought, oh my goodness, uh, you know, I've got certain areas of expertise, but do I now have to become like an expert in all of this high level accounting um, legal stuff? And when I found, found out, no, if I can build um, trust with our donors, if they know that I really care about them and, that, and, they, and if they know that I'm passionate about the particular ministry that I represent, because that's critical. Yeah. Uh, if, if, they, if people think that I'm just going to ask them for money because it's my job, it'll never work. And those were some of the things that came out in, in I think, the advanced boot camp that I went. But if you really care about people, um, you care about the cause that you represent, and you just make a very simple, straightforward ask, 
Barnabas then partners with us. And I was so relieved to know that I did not have to know everything. Now, uh, you, you mentioned after, after meeting with him that you didn't feel like it went really smoothly. <laughs> Tell us how, you, I, I think it probably went more smoothly than you felt, but how were you yeah. feeling as you were asking those questions? Well, um, you know, a lot of it is just relying on my gut instincts. I mean, there's in a sense that you, got, you guys give us a, a, maybe a script isn't quite the right way, but there's a way um, to, to sort of navigate the conversation to the point where you just make a very simple, straightforward ask. I think sometimes people are nervous about making the ask, but you're dealing primarily, at least in the area of plan giving, with people who are already committed to the ministry. So right. I just realized uh, it's, it's not an awkward thing to, to ask. So you, you're right. I think I communicated to you that it was probably the worst botched whatever. Uh, it, I think if the donors were to talk to you, they, they would say otherwise. But yeah, I, as best I could, I just took what I learned at the boot camp and shared with people, particularly just that straight out question, would you consider? Um, in two cases, I can think of right off the top of my head, the question is, would you consider remembering big life in your will? And without hesitation, they both said yes. I have a whole bunch more contacts that I need to make. Again, we're, we're still early on, uh, early on in this, but um, I, maybe, maybe I was too harsh in my initial um, sense of how I did, but I did, I did the best I could. And then even if I made mistakes, you learn from them. So one of the things that I would want to communicate to anybody watching this is, because with Big Life, I also do discipleship training around Northern Michigan, around the country, and we do this all over the world. And what we tell people, it's the same thing with these principles of, of um, inviting donors into um, end-of-life gifts, whether it's will, life income stream, non-cash assets. And here's the principle. Everything that you, treat, uh, that you teach at the boot camp is simple. But simple is not necessarily the same as easy. And, the, and, and it's not that there's anything that you teach that's, that's difficult. You, you just have to make the ask. You have to believe enough in the cause that you represent and trust that if you make a polite but straightforward ask, people will not be offended. I've not found anybody get angry and throw me out. Not, not even close to that. And in our big life training, we, we teach people everything that we teach is simple, but putting it into practice um, requires a little bit of effort. So um, if, if people go to your boot camp and a year later they say that had no impact on our ministry, I would want to ask them serious questions about did you put into practice what they taught? Because I can promise you, it's my experience, is that if we put these simple um, principles into practice, it's going to make an enormous difference. And it, we're just, again, at the beginning stages of, of doing this in, uh, in Big Life International. So we're talking about boot camp today, but I have to do, do a little parenthetical because I went through your training for big life and uh, your training, just like ours, was how do we simply communicate uh, with people a concept and how do we ask a question that helps them get to yes? And if we ask a question with a bunch of nervousness and tension, then they're not as likely to get to yes, but if we just candidly with uh, 
with openness, ask a question, yeah. then people have the opportunity to say yes or no. Right. And, and your training was simple, but not easy. Uh, it is powerful, but easy to set aside, just like, just like what we did at boot camp. Uh, but I really, uh, uh, I appreciated that. And this isn't a commercial for big life, but it's big. If you ever get a chance to do the big life training, I'd recommend it. Uh, but the, the whole goal here is to help people do what they want to do. Right. And, and when you ask those questions, would you consider making a gift uh, in your will to big life? They said yes, because they already believed in your ministry. Right. And so if you're meeting with people who believe in your ministry, why would they not want to consider that? Yeah, exactly. The other thing that was very helpful at the boot camp was they, and they were very clear about this, uh, avoid technical, legal, accounting, professional jargon. They talked quite a bit about fam family language. Okay. Just just simple, straightforward, which which was helpful for me because I thought I was going to have to learn a whole new language and uh, all kinds of stuff that would have been foreign to me. And they said, no, just just talk simply about um, about the opportunities that are available for people to maximize their giving. You don't have to get real technical. And then it all boils down to that fundamental question. Um, you know, would you consider a gift, whether it's a, you know, a non-cash asset or something in your will or a, a lifetime income stream uh, to, to this ministry? And again, if, if you've done the spade work, if you've developed a relationship, they're already giving to whatever the ministry is. Um, it's, it's not a hard ask. And one of the things that the boot camp did is, is to say, just relax. As you said, Jim, if you're really nervous <laughs> and you're, you're afraid to make the ask, they're going to pick up on that. And they're going to start to wonder if there's something else going on. So it was just relax, be honest, use family language, make the ask, and, and then let them decide. Yeah. So one of the things we, one of the other things we talked about is how you make that transition and let them know that, Hey, you're not the expert. So do you remember exactly how you, how you transitioned to Steve? Um, uh, obviously it was effective because within, you know, just a couple of weeks after boot camp, you were calling Steve saying, I've got somebody to talk to. Yeah. So do you remember what you said or, um, yeah, maybe just, it just is natural for you. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is the exact wording, but um, I think it was something like after asking them if they would consider a, a gift in their will, then I was very quick to say, listen, I am not an expert in this area, um, but there are people who are, and we, are, uh, we have a partnership with a foundation called uh, the Barnabas Foundation, and they have uh, their accountants and their attorneys, this is their lane. This is what they do all day, every day. And so would you be open to me arranging a phone call with an attorney by the name of Stephen Baker, um, you know, where you can talk with him and I can assure you that the conversation between you and Stephen is confidential. Um, and his, his whole objective is to help you realize your, your giving uh, objectives. And uh, so would you be open to that? And then I just waited for the response. And uh, I said yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it was more than yes. It wasn't a, well, no, it, it was a, they were eager at that point because they had already said, we're willing to do this, mm -hmm. but they don't have any more expertise than I do. 
So right. I'm saying, hey, I'm not the expert in this, and, and you, it's probably not your world either. There is somebody, however, who is highly qualified, and uh, um, I would love to to set up a, a phone consult with them, and then to assure them that they're not going to they're not trying to sell them anything. They're just trying to help them take uh, advantage uh, of the the laws and the the tax the tax law that would allow them to maximize their giving to to their end not Barnabas's end or or even big life for that matter that's the ministry i represent but uh, to just help them um, maximize their giving with the minimum tax consequences hey that's exactly what we were hoping that we could accomplish we were hoping that you would develop conversational skills that would open the door to plan gifts and teach and, and uh, learn how to engage Barnabas Foundation with your, with your supporters. So yeah. thank you so much for taking our boot camp seriously and, uh, and meeting with your, your supporters and inviting them to make a gift to you. Um, I remember that statement, uh, a, a, a question unasked is a door unopened and you asked the question and the door was open. So, Thank you so much for your participation today. Thanks for the work you do for Big Life and for the kingdom. Yeah, really and likewise, it. thanks for all that you and the Barnabas Foundation do, Jim. You do a great job. That boot camp was really was very practical, very helpful. I would highly recommend it for anyone. All right. Well, with that, uh, uh, thanks again, Nick. Uh, but with that, we want to let all of you know that we have our next boot camp Tuesday, October 8th in Tinley Park, Illinois. Uh, you can check your email for details or feel free to, to uh, make a comment below uh, here on the Facebook Live and we'll get you some more information. If you email Linnell Dykstra, she can get that information to you as well. And we're really looking forward to seeing all of you next uh, Tuesday, September 24th at our uh, donor engagement, the Golden Years event in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're so excited that so many of you have decided to attend. Um, either at our live site in Grand Rapids or one of our satellite locations. We have one in, at Dort University and then at Orland Park Christian Reformed Church in Orland Park, Illinois. If you haven't registered yet, please do. We'd love to, there's still time to come. And if you are not within uh, driving range or if you can't get to one of those sites, if, you, if that's just too far for you, um, we still have a, an option that you can live stream this and watch from your office. In fact, we would encourage you to invite some of your coworkers and form a little watch party for this. It's about a four-hour event. Um, so check your email or email Linnell Dykstra for more information if you would like to do a live stream or register for one of the events. All right, with that, uh, we'll say goodbye. Thanks so much for attending today. And uh, we just uh, pray that God will bless your ministries and uh, help you be more effective for the kingdom. Thank you for listening. This has been a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. Learn more about the variety of resources, tools, and training available to you by logging into the Member Center at www.barnabasfoundation.com.